Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Sportsethos.com presentation. Go and check it out over there at the uh, website. Plenty going on. There's also uh, the Twitter page and the like. That you can go and check it out. If you want to get your fantasy fix, go and check out uh, Sports Ethos on Twitter there. It's uh, at Ethos Fantasy BK. It gives you all your basketball fantasy stats and the like. How's that for a plug straight off the bat? Uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank. And uh, at Ethos, Pelicans is the show. We're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. The Pels took on the Phoenix Suns, the top-ranked in the West Suns. They're a fantastic side. Uh, we did beat them earlier in the year, but uh, they responded in a fashion that only a good side knows how. They gave us a bit of a... A bit of a flogging uh, in the end. 131 to 115 at the Smoothie King Centre. Uh, was yearbook night at the Smoothie King Centre. I don't know what that entailed, but apparently it was a thing. Uh, so I'm sure it was a bit of fun. We got to see, um, I suppose, a schoolyard display at the halftime, um, in the halftime break, which was fun. A bit of skipping. Uh, not too bad. Uh, I can't judge it because they're still better than me, despite uh, the um, the nerves. I'm going to say that probably unravelled that display. But anyway, moving on, we took on the Suns, and it looked like it was going to be a bit of fun. The first quarter, honestly, was like one of our best first quarters we've had for a long time. We started so quickly, uh, really jumped out to a, a start which I hadn't seen for a long time. As I said, and uh, unfortunately, Phoenix got a bit shell shocked and then balanced themselves and um, and responded. And they were they were just too strong in the night. Uh, the first quarter ended thirty three to twenty nine, despite a bit of a lead that we started with. Uh, everything was going in. We were hitting threes, and it was party time in in the Smoothie King Center to kick us off. Unfortunately, as I said, they responded, started hitting some shots, and uh, they looked strong the rest of the night. We didn't win a quarter tonight. Uh, they kept building a lead, and um, yeah, difficult, 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 unfortunately. Uh, when you play the good sides, you've really got to bring your A game. Uh, we did have CJ McCollum back, who was back after, I don't know, a couple of 
about a week out with COVID, I suppose, or five days, something like that. He had COVID for a bit and then you've got to test uh, negative in successive days to be let out. So he was let out. He returned to the team today and was back in there and, um, you know, he played his role uh, about as well as anyone did. He was he was great. So um, Phoenix in the second quarter, 34-30 to 30, uh, in favour of them and went into the half yeah, with a bit of a hole, a bit of work to do. And we knew that there needed to be a run. Uh, we, we couldn't let them get comfortable, which is what we'd done in the first half. Turned the ball over a bit too much, and they punished us. Every time we turned the ball over, they were scoring. And as a team that thrives on those transition threes and advancing the ball and big three-point shooting team, uh, they really did capitalize on that. And we'll talk about uh, the, the stats um in the next bit where we talk about the team stats and the comparison. Uh, third quarter, 31-26. to 26, And, I mean, it was it was pretty close until Devin Booker finished the quarter with a transition three on the buzzer. And, you know, I actually called it as soon as they got the rebound with about two seconds to go. I knew he was going to advance the, the ball and hit that three. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing that we could do. When Devin Booker was on like that, there was absolutely nothing you could do. The last quarter, 33-30, to 30, and it was a bit of a... Flogging by then, about 15 points down. I think it got down to about 19, and we uh, managed to hold on uh, to lose by 16, which, you know, you'll take that against a good side. Unfortunately, means that we don't advance on the Lakers again, and we sort of stand in this stalemate, this game and a half behind. It's about as far as we can get on this um, ninth spot. We've been dancing with it, and I suppose that just comes together when we um, get Brandon back, I guess, but who knows when that'll be. Willie Green uh, speaking... Um, in post-game yesterday against Houston, actually, and, and said that there's no timeline on him yet. We're still waiting to see what happens there. Or maybe it was at training. It was at training yesterday, pardon me, in his uh, press conference and oh, media availability. And, and he, um, yeah, he said there was no timeline. But, I mean, Brandon was hitting half-court shots. So maybe he's not as far off as we think. He's obviously got to go through all the rigors of getting your hamstring 100% before... Uh, you're allowed back on the court, and you can get through a full game, but we'll see what happens there. So, over at the team stats, the Phoenix Suns ended up shooting 54.5% um, for the game. There was a quarter where they finished 60%, I think, or nearly 70% from three at one stage. Ended up, we shot 50%, but it was the three-pointers where we really got buried. Uh, 18 of 34 and uh, 52% from three, which is always going to be a tough ask to our 12 of 34, 35%, which for us is, you know, not bad, 12 threes. But when they drop 18 on you, it makes it very tough. Uh, free throw line, they were perfect, 15 of 15 to our 17 of 24, 70%. So despite having those extra shots, we left uh, a cheeky seven at the stripe again. And I don't know why the free throws have been bad, but the last couple of seasons have just been woeful. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, we've been bad at that. Assists, we had 29 to their 35. 35 assists on 49 made field goals, which again is just unbelievable. Um, I think it was about halfway through and Cam Payne had eight assists and Devin Booker had nine assists or something like that. Booker had eight and Payne had eight. Must have been seven and eight at the time. But... Um, Every time we try to chase the point guards and the guards off the ball, they'd just pass to someone else and they'd hit a shot, which made it very difficult to guard. Uh, rebounds, we actually won. Steals, 9-7, to seven, and we were, we were a bit lackadaisical with the ball. We got forced into positions that made it tough to make passes, and then we made bad passes. 
Uh, and, and you can't win basketball games not taking care of the ball. You know, he finished with 17 turnovers, which is has been, which is woeful. It's probably the worst we've had this year. I don't, I don't remember a game where we had more than, I don't know, 15 or so turnovers, I think, at the max, uh, not for a long time. But uh, we're having 17 to their eight, and they get 33 points off turnovers. I mean, that's your game right there. Easy transition baskets. It turns into threes, you know, 17 turnovers to 33 points off turnovers just insane to our 13 off off eight turnovers you you don't have a hope you don't have a a chance to even compete when you turn the ball over that many times and then are unable to stop them from scoring so i mean we'll circle that that's what we've got to address and they're a good side they knew what they wanted to do and they executed it so you can be upset about it i mean at the end of the day we're ranked 10th and they're ranked number one in the west so by a substantial margin as well. So it's it's one of those ones, you've got to chalk it up. We go and take on a few um, weaker, I say in quotation marks, can be famous last words, but uh, they're games that I, I think we really need to uh, take on, and we'll talk about the, the games coming up after this. Over at the box score, for them, they had... Six guys in double figures, and Jay Crowder finished on nine. So nearly all the guys uh, that played substantial minutes scored a heap. Um, and it was just a difficult night. Devin Booker top scored for them with 27, five, assists, uh, five rebounds and eight assists. For us, CJ McCollum had 21 points in his return, five rebounds, nine assists. Uh, and he was solid. He did turn the ball over a fair, but he had five turnovers and, and some not at opportune times. But again, he's coming back from COVID. He needs to get his rust and all that sort of jazz. So hopefully he'll be better against uh, the next in the next game when he's had a bit of a chance to get back with the team and get himself acclimatized. Herb Jones was awesome. 22 points, five rebounds, three steals, seven of 11 shooting. And he was everywhere. I can't fault Herb Jones tonight. He was, uh, I rarely can. But he really was doing everything. He took on the scoring load, particularly early. He was hitting everything. And yeah, he even shot the technical free throw uh, for defensive three seconds. And he was um, yeah, he was awesome. So all credit to Herb. Jackson Hayes was 16 and four, six of seven shooting. And I think Jackson was set up to fail a little bit in this one. There was a few passes that were a bit errant. We didn't really put him in the best position to succeed. But when he took it himself and got out and ran, he was fantastic. And Jackson at the four, playing free, playing uh, with the ball hand. I mean, there's you can go back and dig through some of the old episodes. I hammered that poor kid. I absolutely was ruthless about him. And what he's doing now, I mean, I've got to eat my hat because he was abs- he's been absolutely great. So they got big decision in the offseason as to what they want to do with his extension, despite, well, we've got Zions as well. So there's a bit to think about. In addition, Jonas Valanciunas had 17, 12, 3 assists and 1 steal and 1 block. 8 of 14 shooting. He was solid. Uh, didn't do too badly. 3 turnovers, but again, a lot of them off forced passes uh, and one they just swiped. But it's tough because he's there trying to do a roll and they know what he's going to do, so they just man him up. And when you're playing against a guy like DeAndre Ayton and then JaVale McGee, two very different players, makes it tough to uh, to really get settled and dominate. And I think he's, while he was aggressive in, in spurts, he, he probably could have gone a little bit harder. But again, what do I know? He uh, he was still solid 
uh, in his 30 minutes. Devontae Graham got the start. He held on to that position with Najee going to the bench. He had 10 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, and his assists have been through the roof recently. 3 of 11 shooting, which has been his downfall, as we know, all well, for a lot of the season. He struggled with that shot, but I love the, uh, the 7 assists. That was fantastic. He only had one turnover, and, I mean, he was good. He was really good, and I can't really uh, blame what he did. He would have been nicer if he hit a few more shots, but he was attacking the basket. The seven assists are, are great, and uh, there's not much more you can really say about it. Trey Murphy, in 23 minutes, had 11 points, four rebounds, a steal, and a block. He was solid, hit three threes, which you love to see. Jose had three points, but he had seven assists and really created. He missed all of his shots um, and had a couple of turnovers. So it wasn't his best night, but I liked his passing. Uh, I suppose the knock on Jose in this one was that sometimes he got caught in a bit of no man's land. He over-dribbled, got past his defender, and then realized it was JaVale McGee or uh, Mikhail Bridges was right there or even DeAndre Ayton at times. They, were, they blocked his path. And being a shorter guy, it made it a bit more harder to to be able to do what he wanted to do. But creating with seven assists is great, and we love to see it. Uh, Ty Wallace played again, 16 minutes. It must be doing something with him. He's playing a fair bit. Three points, two rebounds, and a block. He was all right. Najee played 15 minutes, two, three, and three. And Billy, in 11 minutes, had 10 and four. And he was solid, five of nine shooting. All in all, a solid game, just not a great game. You know, all our starters in double figures, seven people in double figures, we just couldn't hold on. And turnovers were a massive part of that. It's very hard to fight back when you're going to turn the ball over 17 times. I mean, you have a look at uh, the possession. They had 90 to our 86, 49 and to 43 made shots, and also six more threes than us. So you, you've got no chance from there. So I'll duck off to the break. We'll come back, do the three key takeaways as we've been doing, uh, talk about the upcoming games, and then we shall get out of here. Be right back. So we're going to thank the sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code ethos when you sign up on the third page. Give yourself a deposit match bonus. Gamble responsibly. All the stuff going over there. Check it out. Casino games, betting, parlays, all that sort of fun stuff. Uh, in addition, manscaped.com. Use the code ethos20 at checkout. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping. The Lawnmower 4.0 is ready and rearing to be delivered to your house. Go and check that out. Free shipping, 20% off. It's a bargain. You know what you got to do. Go and check it out. In addition... Go and check out expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. Get yourself three extra months on a 12-month subscription. Easy to use. One click, it'll set it up. Protect yourself online. Use expressvpn.com forward slash hoopball. That's the code, so uh, treat yourself. You get 15 months for the price of 12. Not bad at all. Work that one out. And our daily fantasy partner, thrivefantasy.com. Use the code ethos when you sign up. Get yourself a 100% deposit match bonus, free game tickets. Check it out. You can't get that deal anywhere else. So go and check out. Use that code, Daily Fantasy. If you're interested in any of that, hit up the guys over at the DFS today. Uh, they know what they're talking about. They'll win you some cash and um, enjoy it. It's about having fun and also bragging about how much money you made on Daily Fantasy, but also gamble responsibly. I don't know. <laughs> Do what you want. So... 
enjoy. Check it out. So, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here. Thank you for taking the time to listen through the break. Uh, three key takeaways. As we know, the Suns defeat the Pelicans. Bit of a slapping. Not too bad, but again, you know, you, you want to you wanna win these ones, but again, you're playing the top side, so what can we do? You crack a sad all we want, but it's not like we lost to the Magic. We already did that. Um, that's one to get angry about. This one, like, whatever. You just cop it on the chin. So, what did I like? Number one, I liked Herb Jones's aggressiveness. In the beginning, or you know, the start of the game, he was fantastic. They were finding him. The passes were errant. It didn't matter. It hit him on the bootlaces. He still picked it up and was hitting threes. Uh, he was attacking the basket. He was passing. He was defending his, his brains out against Devin Booker. and uh, he, was, he was really good. Uh, and Booker was on one. He was going off. So, it was hard for Herb to really... Stay locked with him, but he did his best that he could and, and was really uh, integral to keeping this lead in check. He was he was good. You know, he defended Devin Booker, uh, protected everything, and, and it's not like we were in a situation where we got flogged for the whole game. It wasn't like that. We kept getting back, but uh, disappointing in the end. But Herb Jones was good. I love what he did. Key takeaway number two, the rotation seems to be settling a bit. I think it'll change it, obviously, a bit more when Brandon Ingram comes back, but... The starting lineup with uh, Devontae Graham in there, it seems to be good for his confidence. Of course, we're going to need his scoring punch off the bench. Uh, it was one of those games where the benches were fairly even, but it was like we were a man down. It felt like we were a man down, and they were. You know, They didn't have Cam Johnson. They also didn't have Chris Paul, and that team's going to be scary too. The Suns are going to be really scary in the playoffs. They'll probably win it this year, I think. But I digress. I don't know what this rotation is going to look like going forward, but I assume Ty Wallace falls out of the rotation when Brandon comes back. Again, his 10-day might be up or his COVID days might be up. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, it'll be interesting. But, I mean, it it does look settled at the minute. Guys are playing their role, and I like that. Uh, Third key takeaway is is going to take care of the ball. We can't be turning the ball over 17 times. You want to make noise towards the end of the year, you do that in a play-in game, then we might as well book straight, book the flight straight to Hawaii now and go for a rest because um, you, you just can't do it. And I know Willie Green's not going to be happy with that. Uh, you got, you've got to take care of the ball and, and take care of uh, your possessions because there was plenty of opportunities for us to get back ahead. And by turning the ball over at inopportune times and not executing your offense, you lose the game. So uh, you also give up 33 Points off turnovers, which is just brutal. That is a, that's a flogging. So, see what happens there. But no doubt they will come out in the next game and try to really keep that under wraps. So, they were the three key takeaways. Now, next game is in a couple of days. I think a couple of days off, which is nice. Might give Brandon a little bit more time to get himself right. Uh, we take on the San Antonio Spurs on Friday night. Uh, that game is at... San Antonio, it's 8.30am my time, so I assume that's 7.30 central time, uh, now that daylight savings is over, unexpectedly, no one tells me these things, but we, we persevere, this is a this is a must win, basically, it's one of those games that they're right hot on our tail, they've won a few, lost a few, but they're looking for our spot as well, they're 12th, couple of games behind us, but you lose this one against them, and you're in some trouble. 
It also gives Portland an opportunity to pull close or pull even. And you just don't want to do that. You want to at least hold on to this 10th playing spot because we've earned it. We've battled all day back from 1-12 and 12 to get to this situation to have a chance to go into the playoffs. And I think we deserve that chance. I think we deserve it more than Portland, more than uh, San Antonio, and more than Sacramento. So what I want to see is just come out. We attack hard. We don't match up well with this team. They've got long guards, uh, and we've seen that. DeJounte Murray's been an absolute monster against us. Uh, but we've just got to play to our system and, and play hard and win this game. That's what we're, that's, that has to be the goal. Uh, the road trip continues uh, thereafter. We get another day off, and then we move on to the Hawks game, and that is in Atlanta. That's on Sunday night, and then that's the first night of a back-to-back where we take on the Hornets, and that Hornets game is in North Carolina in Charlotte. So we've got to really try to win at least two of them. I think I think we need to keep touch against these after dropping uh, a couple of games last week. Uh, it's imperative that we start winning these games. Anyway, I think I might leave it at that. Short and sharp. Uh, we know what um, we've got to do. We know the team's got to be better. We'll keep supporting them regardless, but it'll be nice to uh, come out and, and really answer and slap these uh, San Antonio Spurs around on Friday. So I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, as always, this is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At Ethos Pelicans is the show on Twitter. You can go and follow that out. Stay safe and uh, bye for now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.